Forgetting what is in a taco bowl. Do you have cool American Doritos? I have no idea what that means. The only Dorito chips I have at my house are, are plain ones. Oh my god! Dorito chips! So yesterday, I made myself a, a taco bowl. Put I put in the meat, put in the salsa, I put in the cheese, realized I had no lettuce, and I was like, ah, oh, I've run out of lettuce, shit, but... I was like, is this all that's meant to go in a taco bowl? I said like a minute, like, this seems empty somehow. Ah, probably just my imagination, I ate it all. I, I basically ate minced meat, salsa, and cheese. Never, until right now, realizing I had the Dorito, plain Dorito chips that I was meant to put in the thing. Mystery solved. <laughs> uh, well, guess I'll eat those chips plain at some point then, I guess. I'm sure they'll keep. I'll buy some more minced meat or whatever. Yeah, I didn't have any lettuce, man. Food goes off too quickly. GTA 5 expanded and enhanced cutscene movie. Can you please watch cutscenes? No. No. I've been thinking, guys. I'm sure Rockstar wouldn't appreciate it, and it technically is against TOS. But when the expanded enhanced edition of the game comes out, making a cutscene movie for it would be pretty sweet. I mean, whatever the case is, I will need to re-record all the cutscenes for videos that I make. Well, I suppose as long as there's actually a significant change, which every indication says there is gonna be. Why doesn't Rockstar like it? Um, hypothetically speaking, a person could be curious about the story of GTA V. A cutscene movie would technically replace their need to actually buy the game. Like, videos of gameplay can't really replace actual gameplay, you know? Because the experience of playing the game is very different from watching a person playing a game. But a cutscene movie can technically replace the need to play the game for the story, you know? You could also watch a Let's Play. Yeah, I'm true. I'm sure Rockstar doesn't super appreciate a person who shows literally the entire game via a Let's Play. But it's probably the least of Rockstar's concerns, right? Whatever they're losing on that, if they're losing anything at all, is probably not a big concern for them. In the TOS or whatever, they just write that in case they have some reason to take it down or whatever, right? You know, covering their asses. I doubt they're gonna send me a cease and desist and be like, look man, take down your cutscene movie immediately. Is a mild concern. Especially because I don't think they ever took down any of those that were made on YouTube. Like, there's tons of cutscene movies on there, right? And they all have shitty quality. Humans can't make random numbers. Do you realize when you try and think of a moderately small to medium number, it's usually 57? No. I don't usually think, think of 57. I'm, I'm pretty sure studies have shown that there are certain trends when it comes to thinking of random numbers that everyone follows to different degrees. Like, you think of a number between 1 and 10, and you're like, well, 5 is exactly in the middle, so that's not appropriate. 1 and 10 are at either extreme, and so you just, like, you pick, like, 3 or 7 or something, you know? There was that thing or whatever where, like, like humans can't think of truly random numbers. They will always have some pattern or some bias. That's why you have to get machines to do it. Even machines aren't truly random? True. But they're based on things that we have no ability to predict. I mean, I say that this is what I've heard. Like, obviously, I can't demonstrate that. Trend towards consolidation of companies. Do you think that Microsoft buying Bethesda is a good thing for the games that will come out? Considering how bad Fallout 76 was, and that we weren't seeing Skyrim for, you know, a decade, I can't think it could be worse. But maybe I'm just not overly invested, because I've never been super into Bethesda games. I mean, Skyrim obviously being the exception to that, that game is fucking awesome. Skyrim in VR would definitely be a... 
a fun game to play. I mean, once you got used to it, of course. Your Discord is being considered sold to Microsoft for $10 billion or whatever. All these companies, these, uh, you know, your, your Microsofts, your Apples or whatever, your, your, whatever Googles, they just have so much, money, so much money that they can just buy anything that's even moderately successful. Why innovate when you can just buy things that are doing well? A successful company these days is not a company that competes with other companies. It is a company that is bought by a large company. Like once, you know, the six mega corporations or whatever have their tendrils in every single industry, technically not having a, a, a monopoly of those industries, but having tendrils in them, then the only people who can enter those industries and compete are people who have access to similar capital. Because obviously Google can go into any industry they like, run at a loss for the next 50 years, drive at literally anyone from that industry, and then take it over completely, if they want to. And the only, one, only thing stopping them is some tendril of regulation that is getting eaten at every single day by politicians who take money from these companies to wear them down. Maybe I'm just being hyper-pessimistic, but doesn't seem like a, a good system to me. Microsoft has more failures than successes. That's, that's all these companies. Every one of these companies is at every given time throwing money at anything that could possibly maybe be successful. As long as one in 20 is successful or something, that 20th one that's successful will pay for the 19 failures. There's websites dedicated to keeping a record of the Google graveyard. Everything Google has released and then just immediately collapsed or whatever. And that they've just chucked to the wayside. Forgetting my clothes in the washing machine. So I fucked up, chat. Does this surprise you? It shouldn't. I did my washing, like, I don't know, two weeks ago or something? It gets to now and I'm like, why am I so short on shorts and tank tops? And so it turns out I left some laundry in the washing machine. I ran it and I've left it there for two weeks. I only realized now because I tried to put my towels in there to wash. And so I open it and it reeks. Oh my God, fucking disgusting. And so I've run it again and it still doesn't smell good. So I'm running it again now. I might have to just wash it like 17 times or something to get my tank tops, tank tops back to their freshy, able to be worn way that I want them to be. I, I know what I'm talking about. But what I'm saying is uh, I wore this same tank top yesterday. <laughs> Chuck them out? Nah, I just wash them, dude. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Would losing anonymity online be bad for society? What would the internet be like if you could not be in, uh, anonymous in any way, shape, or form? It's an interesting thing to think on. I guess you'd look at the positives first, where, you know, people would be more accountable for their words. People would be less willing to spread misinformation or whatever. Because they know it could bite them in the ass, they could actually be prosecuted for it. I suppose the downsides would be that people would be less able to give forth information freely without fear of repercussion, in the sense where, like, you know, people who uh, have information to give, but they that's of public interest, but they can't give it because they run the risk of reprisal. But then again, that kind of stuff isn't believed by most people anyway. Like, if you come uh, as an anonymous source for X, the people who won't like the message will just go, nah, this is just some bullshit, some random person saying nonsense. Certainly, as a, a public figure to a degree, a lot of the online content creators and stuff would be immediately at risk because people would have their full name and will be, e they'll be easier to find. 
And a lot of content creators don't like that kind of stuff. Certainly, it'd be a reduction in freedom because, you know, people would no longer have the option to choose whether they wanted to be anonymous or not. Governments, companies would have a easier time tracking people online. There seems, there seems to be some upsides, some downsides, but the ability for this to be regulated, like, who's doing this regulation and what's the punishment going to be? Oh, you made an account and you used a fake ID. Go to jail for 10 years. Like, what? Who's going to be enforcing this? It would destroy encryption too? Oh, that would be terrible. Nothing would really be private. It just seems logistically next to impossible to achieve. Although, certainly, in whatever form it would exist, it would still be some barrier to people being anonymous. Like, even, like, even if some easily doable thing is online, a significant amount of people won't do it, and doing that thing will still be a barrier to people being anonymous online and whatnot. Uh, I, guess it would, so I guess it would depend on the implementation. Like, my feelings on the matter, like if you ask me, Matt, would you prefer a world where everyone had to be open with who they are online and you could not be anonymous, would you want that world? And I, I would say no. Literally, when people talk about a downside of Facebook gaming, they're like, you can't be anonymous, you can't have a username, and everyone's just like, oh, God, ah, uh, you know? You don't comment when you watch Facebook streams? Yeah, if you couldn't be anonymous, people would be less willing to speak, less willing to share information. But at the same time, a lot of stuff what people share is completely meaningless garbage anyway. So, effectively, the online world would largely just mirror the real world. In the real world, anything you say is, to a greater or lesser degree, identifiable as coming from you. There are consequences to what you're saying. What you say will depend upon who's listening, because you know they'll attribute it to you. And, and, and yeah, I mean, is online discourse better or worse than real life discourse? I'd say it's worse, honestly. But then again, when you speak and say something in real life, it the nanosecond you finish speaking it, it, it goes off into the ether, right? Unless it's being recorded. But online, Everything's being recorded by someone to some degree. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? But well, at least there's the potential for that. I can definitely see upsides to such a change. But it just, it, as a person who likes anonymity, it hits me bad emotionally, you know? I suppose what that viewer mentioned, that encryption would go away, is perhaps the biggest concern to me. Because some stuff should be encrypted. Some communications should be private from both the government and companies. People's ability to steal your information, if it has to be able to be traced to you, would be astronomically higher. Like, how on earth could you do online banking without encryption and and whatnot? Like, is it complete anonymity is gone, or you just have to have a username that's your name? I guess it depends on how far this goes. Do I even consider myself anonymous anymore? Uh, to a degree. But you're right, I'm not nearly as anonymous as the average person. Like, there's a there's a big difference between a person being able to, if they wanted to, dig around for information about me, versus all that information being very easily accessible immediately. You could find my real name if you wanted to, but just by looking at me right now, you won't immediately know my real name. And I had that choice. You know, I had the choice to be free with my real name or not. Having that decided for me would be a... Uh, Invasive in my view. Someone make a poll. Make the question, irrespective of your personal feelings, do you think a requirement that usernames be their real name, be, be your real name, do you think that'd be better for society? 
irrespective of your personal feelings, do you think it'd be better for society if everyone's usernames had to be their real name? Anonymity simultaneously makes the internet a much worse place and a much better place? Yeah, exactly. There are definitely downsides and upsides to what we have. And as is often the case with any new potential implemented system, it just depends on what you value more as to which one you're going to think is better. What goals you think social media should be achieving? No at 86%. I think people would be less toxic in general, but the risk of companies and governments being even greater able to invade on your privacy, potentially not worth that loss of toxicity, I think. And I suppose, in general, the people you want to be held accountable for what they're doing and saying online are those who have a lot of influence online. And it's hard to gain a lot of influence online without people knowing who you are. Like you kind of lose your anonymity the more influence you gain online. The easier you are to be tracked, to be tracked the more people who are interested in finding out about you and who you are. And those people can be held accountable for their words if such laws exist. I suppose all that a loss of anonymity would do is make it so you can keep tabs on the average Joe a lot easier. Yeah, so a loss of anonymity would just mean that you can track an average Joe better. And I don't think that's necessarily the most important thing for society. Even if, as say, the loss of tox uh, a little bit of toxicity online would be a little bit nicer. But I think there's better ways to combat toxicity beyond simply making sure everyone has their real name for their account, username, you know? Like, there are too many downsides with that system. What do I know? I don't claim to be an expert, though. What about criminal hackers, people with child porn and whatnot? Yeah, so, certainly, so yeah, laws requiring that people are not on anonymous online would be barriers to anonymity, but you, it'd still be achievable. Those who are truly committed to being anonymous online could achieve it. There'd be more risk in doing it, potentially being found out would incur greater penalties. But those who require anonymity to do the things that they want to do would still find ways to achieve that end. As it's still a barrier to entry, so there would likely be some amount of people who see that barrier and say, oh, well, I'm not going to do this illegal thing that I want to do or this harmful thing that I want to do. But I don't think it'd be that much, you know? It'd be a very indirect way to combat online crimes to make laws requiring a loss of anonymity. That's a hard word to say. Anonymity. As I say, definitely upsides, definitely downsides. And I just I just don't see the upsides as being worth the downsides. Given that, at least in regards to the public figures or those who have a lot of influence, they aren't anonymous. Or at least they're far less anonymous. The good people will suffer from it. Criminals will be criminals. They will find other ways. That, that mentality is always terrible. It is the wrong mentality to have. No law will ever stop crime, but it will be deterrence for crime. It will be a barrier to potentially put up barriers to crime. Criminals are not people with just infinite initiative, infinite drive, infinite persistence. It's like, okay, sure, like this crime will go from taking one day to do to 80 years, but a committed criminal will find a way. Like there, there, is, there is no system there will ever be a perfect barrier to literally everyone on the planet. The question is, will this reduce the thing that you're trying to reduce? And what are the downsides of this reduction? Every single law that has ever been made has been misapplied and has harmed the innocent. That's just true. The jails now are full of people who are innocent. 
What percentage depends on how pessimistic you are, but you wouldn't advocate that the justice system be entirely removed. No system will ever be perfect. It's downsides versus upsides. That question, what percentage of innocent people are you th do you think it's okay to be caught by a system for what amount of criminals? It's bad phrasing. How many false positives in a system are you willing to have to capture a certain amount of true positives? Like, let's say we can catch a hundred criminals for every innocent person that suffers the same fate as those criminals. Is that a good system? Well, that one in a thousand. Are you, are you willing to let a thousand criminals go to avoid capturing one innocent person in that same fate? There's no, there's no objective answer to this question. It's just... Because the higher you make your standards for someone to meet the threshold, the greater the amount of people who, sh who should be caught by the system will get away. In the same, by the same token, the amount of people who happen to be like in the wrong place at the wrong time won't be picked up by that system. If your standard for evidence is, you know, on the floor, you will capture every goddamn criminal. You also capture every goddamn innocent person. And so it's a consideration with every law. How many innocent people are going to be inconvenienced? To what degree? How many criminals are you going to capture or deter? Is it worth it? Any person who says this law shouldn't be implemented because it's just going to impact innocent people has either not thought about it for a very long time or is just an idiot. Because it's every goddamn law. <laughs> like 95% of current laws probably shouldn't exist anyway. Oh my god, I'd love to hear how you reach that conclusion. <laughs> goddamn. I think in a lot of ways, um, it's, it's, the, it's the libertarian mindset. It's um, no laws should not, should not exist that don't specifically benefit me. The nanosecond where a law would exist that would benefit me. It should already have existed. What's wrong with you? The nanosecond a law inconveniences me. Oh my God, why does this law exist? Get rid of it right now. Just because a law doesn't benefit you doesn't mean it shouldn't exist. Just because a law inconveniences you doesn't mean it shouldn't exist. To be charitable, you could certainly argue that there are laws on the books that are no longer applicable in today's society. They were made eons ago that are just there because it's not like anyone's going back and going, well, this doesn't apply, strike it from the book. But why would you be concern concerned over such laws anyway? Because they're not applicable today, right? You thought I was saying law this whole time? L-O-R-E and L-A-W sound exactly the same. Maybe it's just my accents? Law and law. Is there any accent where those can be distinguished? Law and law. I am the law. Would you over-enunciate the R? Law. Lar. <laughs> Lor. I, 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 can't, I can't even try and do it. I mean, within context, surely most people realized I wasn't saying L-O-R-E. How did I get onto that conversation anyway? I hope I at least somewhat communicated my thoughts well. On some topics where I haven't thought a lot on it, I'm kind of talking myself through the topic, thinking about what I should ultimately believe at the end of the day, right? Like, I have not considered for long periods of time, what the implications of a non-anonymous social media system would be. Because not something that I believe that has a significant likelihood of becoming a reality anytime soon. Because I mean, it's not like even Facebook is completely anonymous. I can talk with my brand account as readily as I can with my personal account. You can talk as a owner of a group as opposed to a, your personal account, you know? I mean, sure, Facebook would still have the information, but as far as the public is concerned, you still wouldn't, you'd still be anonymous. 
And you can make fake accounts on Facebook easily. So we are long ways away from losing all anonymity on the internet. How would loss of anonymity cause encryption not to work? Encryption works just fine with real names. Oh, because what, what they're saying is like, everything has to be attributable. If you send a private message and, and it's not recorded by anything or um, viewable by anyone, you are anonymous, effectively. The idea of, it is, of encryption is that the, you, the user, and the end person you're sending a message to, you're the only two people who can read that message. That's anonymity. If you lose anonymity, then you can't have that level of encryption, because you, you would be anonymous in your messaging. Sure, you could see... Uh, I, I believe the, the person who facilitated that exchange would be able to see that you sent a message, but they couldn't see the contents of that message. So you would be anonymous. And that's, what, that's why I, I said, it, it depends on what level of loss of anonymity you're talking about. If you're just saying that people have to have their real name as their username, okay, fine. It's a little bit less egregious. But if the complete loss of anonymity is in like everything that you do must be trackable in some context, then that's not good. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.